Sefer B'midbar, Harshat B'midbar, on what it means to count. The Book of Numbers and Parshat B'midbar begins on the first day of the second month, in the second year following the exodus from the land of Egypt. The Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tent of meeting, saying, Take a census of the whole Israelite community by the clans of its ancestral houses, listing the names, every male head by head. Why would something seeming so banal as a census be a central focus of a book of the Torah? The medieval mystic Nachmanides, the Ramban, offered three reasons. The first is about the collective. God has a unique love for the Israelite people, Nachmanides argues. And the census was a way of marking the growth of this nation from the 70 people who went down to Egypt to now, 210 years later, over 600,000 men of military age and over 2 million people altogether. The Ramban's second rationale for the census was that it was a recognition of each individual Israelite. In addition to being a celebration of the nation, the census was an honoring of each person being counted. The people, albeit arms-bearing males, are not only counted by tribe, but listed by name. It's one thing to be counted, but another to be seen. The Sforno would later elaborate on this, saying, at that time, the names of the individuals reflected their specific individuality in recognition of their individual virtues. He then highlighted from Exodus chapter 33. And the Lord spoke to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have asked, for you have truly gained my favor, and I have singled you out by name. Rabbi Elimelech of Lezhensk saw the phrase head by head in Numbers 1-2 and read it as meaning that Moshe and Aaron had the responsibility to raise up each individual toward holiness. It's taught in Noam Elimelech. The tzaddik, the righteous one, elevates the entire world and raises them through the tzaddik's clinging and holiness. And through this, the tzaddik brings them close to the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this is called raising the head. When we do a head count, it's a disservice to think of heads as mere body parts when what we're actually counting is human beings coming together. Raising the head, though, is not done in the same way for each person. Some people, Rabbi Elimelech taught, are already inclined toward the good. These people can find righteousness from the bottom up through their families and then the tribe of their ancestors. Others, however, need to first be bound to the righteousness that came from their ancestors, their tribe. This teaching goes on. The simple folk among the humans whose souls are not in such high level they too need elevation and raising of the head. And why should they be lessened? And through what can they be raised? From that that Sadiq needs to bind them to their holy ancestors? This is why sometimes it is written according to their ancestral houses, before according to their families, due to the fact that one needs to bind them to their ancestors first so as to raise them among the rest of the families of Israel. Here we see that while every person needs to be raised toward their potential for holiness, the individual is not enough. A person needs to be connected to their tribe, their ancestral roots, their family, and their nation.
Finally, Nachmanides points out that there is the practical purpose that the Israelites needed to be prepared militaristically, which explains why in this time, only males aged 20 and older who could fight were counted. Additionally, numbers were needed in order to portion out the land of Israel fairly by the size of each tribe. So yes, counting people is a meaningful act for the sake of the collective, for each person, and for the function of communal services. But what is the imperative regarding counting today? Of course, it's a good thing to fill out the American census, as there's much at stake for getting sufficient resources appropriated to schools, social services, and more based on the size of the community. One can also make sure they're counted by filling filing with the IRS accurately and on time, being a member of a synagogue and being an active participant in their own family. But whenever we count people, we should also ask ourselves, who is not being counted? Those who don't serve in the military are not counted in this Parsha, but what would it mean to make sure all people are counted in all the relevant realms of their lives? No one should be left out. And in the Jewish world, we are leaving so many people out that it's becoming impossible to even know where the Jews are in order to count them, to recognize each human need. Two of the great problems leading to poor data on national Jewish demographics are low rates of affiliation and high levels of assimilation. Affiliation with the Jewish community is not only about personal opportunity or even support of the wider group, but about counting, about publicly owning one's identity through being counted and helping the community at large to understand our collective needs. Jews who aren't affiliated can do their part by showing up and being seen. And those of us who are more involved can help solve this problem by reaching out to those who might be lost. By seeing the significance of counting in the book of Numbers, we can recognize that it's an act of courage to be counted to affirm one's identity with the Jewish people. At the same time, though, it's an act of humility. Being counted is not just about individuals, nor is it about vast impersonal entities. It's about people coming together to be a part of a noble collective in the community, in the nation, and in the world. Shabbat Shalom.